Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Juhu Roadshow podcast. This is Justin Hunt, your host. I'm here with two very special friends of mine, special guests, Tor and Kathleen, uh, with Here Kitty Studios. Is it Kingdon? Is that how you say it? Yes. Kingdon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have been friends for quite some time, and we have a lot of cool stories to talk about, and uh, we've got uh, about 40 minutes to talk about them, so we're going to get into that. But first, Lance, lay it down, buddy. Okay, we're back. Um, now, I've already made a faux pas. we got to fix this. So it's Kingdon and Edwards. No, you're married. You we kids. are married, but I kept my own name. I love it. Always nope. have, always will. Now, why did you decide to do that? Because Edwards is who I've been since I was born. It's my identity. And it's regal. That's a regal name. It, it is. is. I like yeah. that. Okay. King. Word of the king. That's right. Yes. So let's let's talk about what you guys do, because people are probably wondering what that what the hell do these guys do? <laughs> so here Kitty Studios is based out of Albuquerque and you guys do primarily would you say primarily ADR? Uh, we have sort of two facets to the business so with the Hollywood clients mostly what we do is ADR okay um, for TV shows that are shooting here or movies um, the movies tend to be an actor who is here right uh, on another project okay. so we get to see a lot of people on what they what they did last month or last year or something gotcha. like that. So and then the other side of it is the independent filmmakers like yourself uh, and, and others where we've worked on the entire audio post-production package. And then on that, Kat does the, uh, the sound design and sound effects work. Uh, for the most part, she walks the Foley. Oh, okay. Uh, now uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to explain stuff. all this yes. to, to people. But before we do that, I got to read this real quick um, to kind of give a shout out to our sponsors. One of them is Apex Tactical Resources. Now Apex Tactical Resources, of course, as you know, is your source for firearms, tactical hunting and survival gear. Now, whether you're heading out into the mountains on a solo camping trip to sharpen your skills or planning on bugging out of the city when shit hits the fan, Live the tactical life at apextacticalresources.com. So thank you, Apex. So Kathleen, give me, give us all an idea for those that don't know, what is ADR? ADR is um, another word for looping. A lot of people know looping. Okay. So if, a, if an actor misses a line on set or they want to rewrite the story or add a song or just add some extra words to the, to the story, then the actors come into our studio and they watch what they did on set because we have the film that they shot. Yeah, you've got like a really like huge screen right here. Yeah, yeah. So we have all the edited picture that, that they, um, the editors have put together and the actors re-record exactly what they said on the set or if they're changing it, then they, they change their line on the set. Okay. Now, what is it like, like how, how difficult is it for these guys to come in and kind of redo that performance if they're having to redo a line or if it's an emotional scene or something like that what's what what's the challenge for them in that it's it's a totally different skill than um than acting on camera okay uh and the 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 key to a lot of actors is to is to listen to the rhythm right of what they did because reproducing the rhythm is the is the hardest part uh if you try to watch your mouth on screen and copy it then that's never going to work or it's going to be very difficult so listening to what they did on the set and then recreating that right. is, 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 as, as rhythm, mm. first of all. And then if it's performance, if the performance is good, but it's a technical issue, like an airplane was flying overhead or something like that, then they can really go off their performance 
from that. I gotcha. Depending on how method the actor is, it gets more and less difficult based on um, uh, based on on you know getting back into that moment. Yeah. How often do you run into a situation where you, you you're just you can't? They're not matching it up. It seems like it's less less often than than normal. Yeah, I mean, especially on TV shows, you get a lot of experts who oh, have done right. this a million times. Right. Um, we do get a lot of first timers, uh-huh. um, which is fun, uh, and we get to sort of teach them the process and things like that. But most of them do really well with it. Um, yeah, we we even had a professor in the other day. He had to re he had to do ADR on a, a documentary. Okay. And he had never done it before, and he's in his 80s, and he doesn't have the best hearing. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. But uh, and he was nervous about doing it, but we just took our time, and yeah. since we can edit it, we could do little chunks at a time, and he he ended up doing a great job. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I I want to kind of try to create a visual here for people that um, are listening. We're in a, a a recording room. Yeah. Basically, and. It's uh, it almost looks like maybe a room that uh, Tim Burton might have designed for Beetlejuice, <laughs> but there's like it's it's really dark and there's there's these foam pads everywhere and then there's a f- these false, well they look like a false ceiling in a restaurant. But what what do you call these? We call those clouds. Hanging clouds. It's like yeah. these hanging rectangular, and it's all here to absorb sound. Yes. And it, it's just super cool. And then you got your little. Your little uh, creepy window right here for where you're sitting back there by the... <laughs> that is what we call it, too, the creepy window. The creepy window. <laughs> that <laughs> makes perfect sense. No, I hope I don't look creepy on the other <laughs> side of it, though. But it's, it's just super cool. And, and, and then, of course, there's this huge screen over here and then a, a reading table where actors stand and watch their performance and then, and then re-perform their lines, which that's the ADR side of it. Yes. So, Kathleen, um, now because of you two, I have to be honest, because of you two... Um, number one, I've got I've gotten a greater appreciation for sound design. Cool. I've got a I've got a better understanding of sound design. Yeah. And I've gotten um, a lot of enthusiasm about sound design. Like I really enjoy doing sound design for projects now. Yeah. Now, before we get more into that, tell them what foley and sound design is. They're two completely different things. Right. So foley is when I recreate physically everything that happens on the screen. So I watch. I watch the movie and then I completely like I, I walk the steps. I put the 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 cup down. Or since I'm also the sound designer, if I know there's a sound that I'm going to want to recreate and in my studio, then I record that too. Right. So then I can get kind of some texture or creepy sound that I need to put into the into the film itself. Okay. And sound design is more about creating the drama or the story. So. If, if it's a psychological drama, a lot of the, the psychological aspect comes from the sound. And if I've done my job right, you feel it, but you don't know I've been there. Right. It doesn't take you out of the story. It just kind of adds to whatever the story is. You either feel happy or sad or creeped out or whatever it is the director is trying to go for. Well, it's amazing the, the level of depth that it adds to um, a picture. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I learned that stuff because of you guys. Like, But... I don't think people realize how many layers of sound are, are, are in a moving image or in a situation or in a scene. And like, you know, like I, I think where we really, where I really started learning about that was in the speed of orange when we were trying to design all these horse sounds. That was so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the speed of orange of course is a, is a sports documentary I did about the horse racing. And 
there's a lot of sound in horse racing and there's a lot of stuff going on. And so recreating all of that and, 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 and now I do it, even if I do like an oil and gas job mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I'm trying to create these because a lot of the stuff is, is um, metaphorical yeah. in the videos that I do because I'm trying to help them teach um, a safety lesson through a metaphor a situation. Right. But it's so fun to like, like and, and it's not always what you think. Like creating that sound is not always what you think. No. Right. It's right. not it's not literal. Yeah. And and Kat oftentimes won't tell me what she used um, when when I'm mixing the movie or when I'm recording her foley. She she really doesn't want me to watch what mm-hmm. she's doing. So we close the wind. You know, we well, close the blinds. Why is that? Why, is that? Uh, why don't you tell? Them? <laughs> because <laughs> because Tori is somewhat literal minded. So if I can make a sound. Yeah. And I'm like, does that sound right? And he's like, yeah, that's perfect. And I and he says, what what did you use? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you because if he sees it, then it'll change his, his perception. Yeah. yeah, and and so I never tell him. I actually, we have the blinds closed the whole time. That is that's so cool. I'm um, also not very good at keeping secrets. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally get your I totally get your approach yeah. now. Um, real quick, I want to read this about be the change global wellness again. This is the Juhu Roadshow podcast. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Um, Be the Change Global Wellness uh, consists of EMDR therapy and trauma specialists who help heal the mind, body, and spirit. Of course, EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing, is a way to finish the processing at a cellular level, which results in bringing the issue to completion and relieving symptoms, and it's endorsed by the World Health Organization to address trauma. Um, Your help is needed in Puerto Rico to restore not only their land and their their clinicians um, and their infrastructure, um, but to provide BTC's top trauma specialist via their EMDR mobile unit and to treat those on the island until the infrastructure is restored. They can't wait, neither should we. So contact them at bethechangeglobalwellness.com. Thanks for sponsoring the show, guys. Um, we did a film called Far Too Far, which you guys are well aware of. Yeah. Um, and uh, which, by the way, some interesting stuff with that. One thing we're doing with that is we're going to start dubbing that in different languages. Oh yeah. Because we think that, you know, that could really bring in some, some new audiences here in America. You got to have a big name or they're not interested. Right. Uh, we didn't have that, but I think, you know, if we, if we can get some, some dubbing done in some other languages, we might have some luck, um, getting that out there. But, um, there's a lot of sound design in that movie. And one of my favorite parts of the film and especially in regards to sound design was, um, there's a scene, remember where the girl stabs herself in the ear mm-hmm. because she was thinking that the yeah. FBI was listening to her thoughts and so she wanted to pull her eardrum out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it's a gruesome scene. We were trying to, f- I was trying to figure out, okay, I, you know, I had like my little bracelet on what would Torn Kathleen do, you know, in the sound design. So what we ended up doing was we took a pair of needle nose pliers and a potato mm-hmm. and did that and you got yeah. that little wet crunch. Uh-huh. That that's the kind of stuff that makes sound design so cool, man. Um, yeah. So what are like what are some of the your favorite projects that that you've gotten an opportunity to work on as far as sound design and foley and that kind of thing? Ralph Bakshi. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. that's the old uh, animation guy, right? Yeah. I mean, like the Hobbit. Did he do the Hobbit? 
He did the Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. He did not do the Hobbit, but he did the Lord of the Rings. He was best known for Fritz the Cat, probably. Oh Lord. And wizards. Uh, he did wizards. But oh, wizards. wizards. That's where they also. rode like the weird ostrich-looking. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I don't remember what they were called, but yeah. Yeah, the little spaceship like spaceship guys with the and Kanye West sunglasses and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's all ready to do a sequel to that if if uh, if if anyone has any uh, funding that they yeah. would like to provide him. <laughs> That's awesome. Because yeah. it's not cheap to do animation, as you well know. Oh no. Yeah, especially that, his so. style, because he. We did his um, coming back video, um, which last days of Coney Island, and it was a short, and it was all hand drawn. Ralph did all of it, and he has such an amazing, unique style. Yeah. And with uh-huh. animation, and we could do anything with the sound. And my favorite part of working with Ralph was he said, "All right, girl, I want you to go so far that I have to pull you back." And That's I was great. like, I was yeah. like, really, Ralph? And he's like, yeah. And I said, all right. And I think I actually did it at one point, which is not easy with Ralph, because he is. <laughs> is he local? He lives in Silver City now, um, down Why? south. Yeah. Why? Well, his his <laughs> son is teaching at uh, NMSU. Okay. In their film program down there in Las Cruces, and that may have been part of why he chose to to live near here when he left Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's also beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that seems like a good place to retire and be an artist. He loves it. That's yeah. cool. Okay, so so Bashki, who else? What else? Um, golly, what else? Doing actually, your speed of orange was a lot of fun for me. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because um, we got to go to a racetrack <laughs> at, at at four in the morning uh, or five, I think it was that we met you. It was it, earlier than we're used to being up. Yeah, when when the world is still purple, you know it's early. <laughs> right, right. But isn't isn't that uh, you know for people that have never been around that? I mean, you, I grew up around it, so I guess it it seems normal. But I think seeing it through your eyes and your ears, actually, uh, isn't it such a beautiful little world? It is. It's amazing. I yeah. mean, and and like, you know, that five o'clock in the morning stuff. Um, there, there's so many little things you know like the the birds and the clanks of the uh, uh of the the halters and and yeah you know the little grind of the walkers and yeah you know and, uh, so tell i mean what was it about that that was so appealing to you uh well we 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 got to sort of pick out a um a, a dream sort of setup of microphones to be able to capture what we wanted and so i i actually made some contact microphones mm. um, which contact microphones are designed to pick up sound as it travels through solids rather than through the air. Mm. Uh, and so we used those contact microphones. We buried some of them under the track That's during right, the races. The ground, yeah. Yeah, and we attached some of them to the starting gate, which was an amazing thing to be able to be on the starting gate when a, when a race went off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and that intense, was, isn't it? It really is. A lot of yeah. people don't realize, like, how how much tension there is. Uh, but, you know, when you've got, you've got 10, 1,200-pound animals – packed in in these little you know iron boxes or steel boxes yeah and i mean shit can get dangerous in a hurry yeah yeah and it's just so so tense so anyways sorry yeah no that's all right and then and then we got we we rented a really nice um ms microphone which is a ms stands for mit side uh, I can't remember the german word for side but it's a german phrase okay middle inside is how a lot of americans uh, do it, and so it it gets a directional sound from where you're pointing the mic, but it also picks up a lot of stereo sound from uh, around the microphone. Okay. So Cat was sitting 
with that one during the races a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and, you know, sitting right under the rail, <laughs> which is an amazing view of a race. <laughs> well, that was, that was my favorite point because I was dug in. I was like, I don't know, just a couple of inches above where the horses run. Right. And I'm used to thoroughbred racing, so they usually hug the rail, right? Oh, yeah. But we were, we, this, this was quarter horse racing. Right. So, so they're all, they just well, take up the whole thing. Yeah, so when it's, they, it's like a, it's like a, a hundred yard dash. Like yeah. To give people a visual. I mean, it's like a hundred yard dash where people have, you're supposed to have lanes that doesn't always pan out in horse racing, but no. you're from the inside to the outside of the track, you've got horses. You've got horses and they are coming extremely fast and they are pounding. So I was, they, I, they were coming at me at face level and there was this incredible sound. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. But at one point, it was this one horse veered over towards the railing. And I'm like, I can't move because I want to get this, but I'm terrified. <laughs> and if you listen really closely, you can hear me go, oh, shit. <laughs> and then they go, and then they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's one of my favorite recordings of all time. I listen really? to it at home just for fun. I listen to the horse sounds and the stalls when they're eating and yeah. getting tacked up. Just because they're my happy sounds. Yeah, I know you love horses. I do. I, I do, which I, I was very excited to have you a, a part of that. But, you know, uh, that's probably, you know, I, I love sports. I love football. I played football in college. I love baseball and all that stuff. But I think horse racing is my favorite sport. And that, well, there's so many different reasons, but that 17, 18 seconds that those horses are coming down the track. Yeah. And and it's, it, you know, you don't hear anything at first. Right. It's amazing. And it's just like this growing thunder. It is. And, it's, and then, you know, as they get close and, and the jockeys are yelling and, you know, and, you know, sorry, PETA people, but like the, you know, the whips are popping and all this stuff. And, and then they, it goes by and then it's like, it's just. Yeah. And, and, and it's then, gone. And then there's just, if you, if you listen, there's a little bit of, of like trickle of, you know, the dirt that's been kicked up kind of landing after they mm-hmm. pass. And it's like, whoa. You know? yeah, it's incredible. You can feel it. It's visceral. Yeah, because yeah. it is a wall sound. All those vibrations just hit your body. Yeah, and then and then they wash over you. It's it's pretty powerful. Well, and you know, as far as that horse racing thing goes, the sound part of it's one thing. But then I also love this segment in the film where my sister talks about the hope in that those twenty seconds. There's oh, so yeah. much hope, mm-hmm. um, and and hope comes and goes, except for the winner. Hope comes and goes in twenty seconds. For nine other people, Lives or are nine changed. nine other nine other storylines, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what makes horse racing so so unique, I think. But that's the bummer about independent film is you know we you guys did a fantastic job in that film. I think that the story is really cool, but you know we just don't get the exposure that big films get, yeah. and I think a lot of people are missing out on a lot of really great stuff in that film, and. The closing, I mean, I love the stuff that you're talking about, but I think my favorite is the closing scene. And you, I think you designed that. Let's tell them about that, that closing scene where it, we wrap it all up with the first person perspective of riding a full quarter oh, horse yeah. race. Yeah. No, Kat did, Kat did, did most you do that the design one? on that. Yeah. I mean, we, we mix it together. So, right. so while you were there, I was involved in more involved in the way that the two, the elements fit together. Mm. Um, but yeah, Cap put, put all those elements in there. I don't remember editing much for that at all. I might've edited the voice of the jockey, uh, if we used one, yeah. because that was another thing we got to do is put a mic on a jockey. Yeah. Uh, and, and your access to the track really made that it, possible. Wasn't that great? Yeah. Well, so that last shot, just to 
kind of give people an idea of what we're talking about. We had a GoPro on on the jockey, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had all these mics everywhere, and and it's just, it was such a great shot. And you know, there's a little bit of trivia to that shot too. That was the first day of racing, and that guy, he won the race. And it was a track record that was over 40-something years old. <laughs> so it was like the fastest that race had been run in 40-something years, and we just happened to have the mic and the camera on him when he, when he won it. So, so awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, you know, I often wonder sometimes, you know, projects come and go, and you move on, and you do your thing, and you do your thing. So you often wonder, like, what did that project, what kind of impact did that project have on you? And, yeah. and so it's cool that you still enjoy those sounds, and it's actually – it's uh, it's exciting for me to know that that's one of your favorite recordings because I can't fathom how many recordings you've done. <laughs> we've we've done a lot. Yeah. Um, but that was, well, you know, as you said, I I love horses, so that was kind of a dream come true for me to spend two days on the track. We got to get our son up on your dad's horse, <laughs> which yeah. was he still remembers that, and he was little. I don't remember how. Old oh my he was, gosh, that was like ten or no. Uh, we probably shot that in eleven or twelve. Yeah, so he would have been, what, four or five? Four or yeah. five, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But we have a picture, and he always smells. Yeah. That was his first horse he ever got on. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. i got to read one of these really quick. Yep. Um, where's the one I want to read? I think it's Integrity Real Estate. Let me read this real quick. Um, Integrity Real Estate, of course, if you are in the Four Corners area of America, which is a beautiful part of the country, by the way, not too far from here, yep. uh, you need to call Integrity Real Estate to buy or sell your home with Integrity your property is their priority. You can call them at 505-258-4921 or catch them on the web at Integrity Real Estate, uh, integrityrealestatefarmington.com. Sorry. Uh, get in touch with Treva or Teresa, and they will take damn good care of you. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, you are listening to the Juhu Roadshow podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you need to. Uh, Patreon.com uh, forward slash Juhu. So, Tell me some of the projects you guys are working on now. What are you excited about? What's coming up? What's big? What's not? Yeah, well, um, we have a documentary that we can't talk about that we're very excited about. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah, we can send you an update at some point on that. Okay. If you're airing this after we can, we're allowed to talk about it, yeah. you, can, you can throw in a little plug for it. <laughs> or I could record something and send it to you. Awesome. Um, it, what if we, we just did one. Oh, we did one for, um, for our local PBS station. Okay. Uh, about a guy named Nasario Nasario Garcia. Garcia. Okay. Uh, who is a a fairly famous sort of culturalist around around the part uh, around the area, uh, and maybe Kat knows a little bit more about that. We know he's written some children's books that we have actually read to our child. Really. Uh, and That's he, cool. He grew up in the real, which we didn't know anything about him. Well, I didn't know anything about him at the time, uh, and we certainly didn't know we were about to work on a documentary about him. Um, it, but he grew up in the Rio Puerco Valley, which is up near Cuba, New Mexico, in view of Cabazon Peak, okay. um, and uh, which you know half of the central New Mexico is in view of the peak. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but he he's telling stories of his life in the Rio Puerco Valley, and uh, it was just a really neat slice of 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 that part of uh, of the country, uh, and it, or of the state in particular, but. Uh, the the director was really fun to work with. He was really fascinating. We got to record him for a couple things. He being Nasario, the director was Shabana. 
Right. The okay. director was she. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the editor was Shaleen out of uh, out of Santa Fe too. And 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 the the team was just really really great to work with. Do you yeah. remember Shaleen's last name? <laughs> That's okay. Um, I don't remember Shabazz. What uh, What are some of the bigger things you guys worked on? Now, I, if I remember right, you did some stuff with Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, people love that damn show. Yeah. So, oh, what, yeah. what did you guys work they on with that? We, we've know, actually, right? yeah, we've actually worked on every TV show that's shot in the state. Um, in the ten years we've been here, we've done at least one episode: uh, Longmire, Better Call Saul, uh, Breaking Bad, of course, In Night Plain Shift. Sight, The Night Shift. Um, on and on and on. Others. Netflix shot here once. We got to record something for them for nice. House of Cards. Uh, season three, I think it was. And, uh, uh, yeah, when there was a character who was sort of in hiding in New Mexico. But anyway, um, yeah, Breaking Bad was kind of kind of put us on the map in a lot of ways as yeah. being the ADR studio to go to. And, and so who did, you, who did you work with ADR-wise with, with Breaking Bad? We recorded all of them. I mean, Brian and Jesse uh, are – Aaron Paul, Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. uh, Anna Gunn, uh, Betsy Burke. Burke. Cranston, isn't Cranston the greatest guy? I met him uh, at the Albuquerque Film Festival, and he told me he had actually watched American Meth to, oh yeah, get, you know, sure just to did. get some more research done on that. So. Oh great, yeah, he's a, he's a fabulous guy, and it really that show from Vince Gilligan on down, mm. um, yeah. it, you know, Vince really set the tone of of how to how to treat people on that show. And and Cranston, I think that's his natural inclination. But you know, everyone everyone picked that up. Yeah. Um, and I think it's an attraction thing. You know, Vince is attracted to producers who uh, who work with respect. Right. Um, there there are, in a lot of Hollywood shows, there's there's an assumption, uh, and this is true wherever they're shooting. But there's an assumption that the crew is a bunch of idiots mm. unless they prove themselves to be to be not. Oh, yeah. And uh, and on that show. The assumption was that we were all professionals and we were there for a reason. Everybody was there for a reason. Unless people proved them, them wrong. Right. Um, and then those people didn't stick around, generally speaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so, yeah, we really enjoyed working with Vince. He was here in town a couple of times. We got to record him for a bunch of DVD commentaries back when those were a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, those are kind of gone, aren't they? <laughs> I think so, yeah. They're doing shows like, uh, like, like what did they call the one after breaking oh they called it talking bad talking bad yeah that they that you was know, like an, an hour long so the, commentary after the, sh- like the, the after talking the dead aired. and all that that's that's replacing the dvd bonus features i think in a lot of ways it is that's yeah. an interesting yeah. concept yeah and it's happening faster this way it's happening you know it's not years it's later immediate which i think makes it better for the cast and crew who are talking yeah to have a fresher memory of of what happened i, I worked on dvd commentaries for years in hollywood yeah and a lot of times it was i mean I recorded Jerry Lewis on stuff he'd shot what 30 40 years before. <laughs> I don't we recorded that. it. And uh and and so it's a lot of sort of pulling back things into their memory from what happened. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a lot more interesting for people to hear sort of the fresh. No, that makes sense. Of. That makes sense. Uh, I want to ask you about something real quick, but uh first I want to tell you about Stay Safe Security Supplies. By the way, Juhu Roadshow podcast, thanks for joining us for this. Um, we're all looking for ways to protect ourselves from harm and theft and the like without having to resort to lethal force. And that's where Stay Safe Security Supplies can help. Um, they have a ton of non-lethal options. So visit staysafesecuritysupplies.com for tasers, stun guns, pepper sprays, cameras, and much, much more. That is staysafesecuritysupplies.com. Also, be sure to track them down and uh, like them on Facebook. David Baxter over there, good guy. So check those guys out. 
Um, what about on the feature film side? Have you you've had a chance to work on a number of feature films as well? Is that right? We've worked on quite a few feature films. Um, everything from like Force of Execution with Steven Seagal to the He's fun. an interesting bird. He is an interesting bird. That's to say the least. Um. I have a I I, <laughs> I have a, qu- a quick story uh, in regards to Steven Seagal. Um, he and I were joint. Um, keynote speakers at a Native American uh, fatherhood festival or a Native Native American fatherhood symposium in Phoenix. What did he say? Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't show up. Oh, well, there you go. He oh, literally yeah. just didn't show up. Yeah. And so, you know, I was ready to talk for, I think I had 30 minutes and he had an hour. And <laughs> you, know, you know that little stretch sign that you get? <laughs> yeah. Mine was like, it was like they were doing taffy. So <laughs> <keep> going. <laughs> You got another hour. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. This way and that way. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my Steven Seagal story. He just didn't show, which I thought was pretty crappy. He, yeah. He did that to once, us once, too. Yeah. Yeah. With Yeah, he did. Um, that was an interesting um, job for me to ADR, or to fully, I should say. Because there was a lot of punching, a lot of fighting, a lot of, you know, yeah. unhappy things. And so, I would get into character. I'd put on my... My <laughs> wife beat her T-shirt, forgive the uh, term because it's disgusting, but I would put that on and i put on my cowboy hat and get my baseball hat and just go beat the crap out of things in my studio. That um, brings up a question I think everybody in the world needs answered, which is how do you create that punching sound? That's, you know, I don't give those things away. Secrets. Fully artist secrets. Don't ask him because he'll tell you. Cause he, no, I won't tell you what you away. did, but can I tell him what... what is often done that's on the internet. <laughs> what? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did for far too far. I want to see if it's the same. Okay. Okay. Because we had. I don't know if you did. You watch. You saw. Far yeah. Too yeah. Far. I saw the whole thing. So yeah. the the scene where where uh, uh, Lucy gets in a fight. The guy uh-huh. gets in a fight. Okay. Um, what I did is I bought this huge this huge boneless roast. Uh huh. And then we actually ran a little plastic PVC uh, like a quarter inch tube into it and pumped it with blood. And so as he would hit the as he would hit the, the the roast, blood would hit him in the face. But we did a boneless roast. That's what we did because it's pretty fleshy. That yeah, it's yeah. A good way to do it. So that that it. is what's on the internet. There's is variations it? on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat does it differently, and and I I uh, like and, it. Yeah. And you don't even know because I don't show you. Right. Well, the cool <laughs> the coolest part about it was you know we had this roast sitting on the ground, and. I think like a couple of a couple of punches, he actually missed the roast <laughs> yeah, and oh, yeah. hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And why that was cool was that for the rest of the shoot, he had these scabs on his knuckles, which was like, <laughs> talk about continuity, man. It was absolutely perfect. Right. Because it looked like, you know, he had been in a fight. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I digress. So no, tell me right. some, a few more features that you worked on. Um, at the same time or right after before... We were working on a documentary about, it's called The Five Powers. Yeah, it was right after. Okay. Right, so here was the yin and yang of our projects. We went from Force of Execution to this one, The Five Powers, which is about Thich Nhat Hanh and how he partnered with Alfred Hessler to bring about change and end of the uh, Vietnam War. Okay. Um, so here is this man who, uh, walking in his footsteps of pure peace. Mm and um, consciousness and mindfulness and this whole uplifting story. So the sound design is completely different. The music's different. Yeah. And the Foley is 
is inhabiting a completely different character. So it was it's interesting because when I am doing Foley and I have to kind of get into the character, I kind of have to inhabit the character sure. in order to get the right cadence and, and um, velocity of whatever I'm doing. So the feeling of working on Force of Execution and then being able to work on this other one was incredible transformation for me. Yeah, you know, you never really think about that, but I suppose if you're going to be really good at your job as a Foley artist, you do kind of have to kick yourself into character and mm -hmm. and approach it with with uh, basically a performance. Yeah. You're not just yeah. making sound. You actually kind of have to perform. You, I am definitely performing, and I have lots of injuries from, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> from different films. Yeah. Like sometimes like, oh, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Foley artists really have to use the skills of an actor and a dancer and a musician more than a technical sound person does. Huh. So the dancing sort of is, is muscle control and, and yeah. ability to, you know, move things in the way you exactly want to move them. Um, the, the acting, of course, is inhabiting the character. Yeah. Um, the music has to do, uh, it helps a lot both with the rhythm of things, but also with the, uh, which sounds right. are going to work right for it. So what, it, you know, you could a cup like this could have a lot of different sounds, and and it, you know, fix, picking the one that's going to work right, both for what you see and for what else is happening in the scene, in terms of audio, right, is uh, is a skill that Cat really has. Um, I don't doubt that. And and so that it plays well with the music and other things like that, she really likes to hear the final music be before she does before. anything, okay. so that if she yeah. is creating a discordance, it's on purpose. Uh, oh, as opposed to as yeah. opposed to, to an accident. Yeah. <laughs> so for for people who aren't even anywhere near this and they just enjoy movies, like how much of the sound that you hear, as far as not so much dialogue or music, but how much of the natural sound that you hear in a in a film or a television show is recreated? I would say ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yeah. We really, especially when we're working with uh, independent filmmakers, we tell them. The mixer's job on set is to get the dialogue. That's yeah. because it's really hard to recreate that dialogue like we talked about in ADR. Some actors right. are good, some aren't. But you really want to capture the dialogue and everything else. So other things can be sacrificed a little bit there or exactly. have to be sacrificed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like in your film, we went on um, onto the track to get the, the real sounds to, to augment anything that we needed Right. that we couldn't recreate and um, documentaries are a little bit different because you're not you're, you're not so dialogue heavy or yeah. performance heavy so and expectations are different too in a dialogue but yeah one so of the one of the biggest differences with documentaries is you can't really do adr right you can't replace dialogue so you really have to get it right on the set no absolutely um, absolutely I, yeah. I agree with you there all right we're going to move on really quickly but i got to read this to you guys because i want to um, Be the Change Global Wellness, as we spoke about earlier, consists of EMDR therapy and trauma specialists who help the mind, body, and spirit. Uh, EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing, is a way to finish the processing at a cellular level, which results in bringing the issue to completion and relieving symptoms. It's endorsed by the World Health Organization to, add, uh, to address trauma. Um, they're working with uh, Puerto Rico right now and, and, and the efforts over there. Um, Puerto Rico can't wait, so neither should we. Um, if you'd like to donate monthly, you can give a one-time gift or create a partnership with Be The Change Global Wellness, and you can visit them at bethechangeglobalwellness.com. And you've actually heard of this EMDR stuff. This stuff really works. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom was a therapist, so. Yeah, well, it's a fascinating concept, and I, I'm super glad to have them. They're out of Nashville, so I'm glad to have them on the show. 
Um, okay, so ah, see this one. We're just starting this podcast thing, right? Right. right. I absolutely love it. I, I and and I love it because we're almost out of time already. Yeah. And like I just I'm just getting started, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this, and and uh, and I love that. I mean, I love how busy you guys are. Yeah. I mean, you guys are trucking. Yeah, things are going pretty well right now. It's it's a feast or famine kind of kind of thing. Yeah, um, and a lot of years, what happens with the features is we're we're very busy leading up to the deadlines of submissions to to the key festivals. Oh, gotcha. Which are all in the fall, right? Well, most of them are. Yeah. Um, so Toronto or Sundance or South by Southwest. Um, we do get a lot of people who submit to Venice and Berlin and Cannes as well. Right. Um, in, in the European festivals. And so usually right after that, until just after, uh, until Christmas, there's a lull. Right. And then there's almost always a lull at, right after Christmas. Because right. nobody really wants to work on anything then, or they're in pre-production starting in January. Yeah. But right now we've got a, this TV show, The Brave, that's uh, that's shooting. awesome. In yeah, this, let's, yeah. T- let's <laughs> talk about that for a minute or two. Tell me about The Brave. Um. It's a show that's on NBC. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, uh, a special ops team that the DIA. The yes, uh, yeah. that, that travels. The DIA is the, the is the uh, the home base. Um, Anne Hesh, 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 <laughs> plays the the head of the the deputy director of the DIA, who's who's the one who's in charge in their control room. And there are a couple other people, uh, you know, key characters in there. She's incredible to work with, by and the way. And she really well, is. And that's, yes. that's what an you're actually human being. That's what we're having to wrap up for is because I don't know if you're working with her today. Are you working with her today? Later today. Yeah. Later yeah. today. But, not, but yeah. we're on the set of of The Brave, right? I mean, the, 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 yep. the studio's yeah. right out there. We're in the we're in room one or room two. We're in room one yeah. right now. So yeah. we're in the ADR yeah. room, but just on the other side of this wall is the big blue screen, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're on the set of the Brave, which is super cool. And and uh, so how how long is this show? It's relatively new, right? Yeah, I mean it's been on the air for uh, a month or two now. I think okay. as nice. we're recording this, and uh, we're recording episode eight today okay. uh, of thirteen. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, and uh, so we'll be here. They're they're wrapping production before we're going to be done. That's okay. the way it always goes with ADR. Uh, but we'll be here for a while. Did you uh, did you guys know that uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping to have some some work for you soon? We did not know this. No. Yeah. So um, I That's I was just hired to write a episodic television program, and so wow. I've done the treatment, and the first episode is written. And it's uh, going for coverage right now. It's just, you know, you, you know, coverage, the whole coverage thing. You get your little yeah. uh, pass, recommend, or consider right. stamp. Um, and uh, and then they hired me to write two more episodes, so I'm working on that. And um, wow. I, I needed a change. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. excited about it. So my point being is if, you know, the neat thing about the world today um, and technology today is – it doesn't necessarily have to be one of the three networks pick you up or you're done. Right. right. There are so many different levels of of things you can do, uh, but when we get to that point, you can bet your you can bet your bottom dollar that I'll be saying we need to do ADR with your kitty, and I'm not going to do it any other way. So well, and we we That's have exciting. also worked really well with uh, with setting up remote workflows. That's something we had to do. We had to be f- kind of early innovators on that. Okay, um, it's become much more common to be able to do ADR in real time with the with the studio 
uh, in L.A. and to be able to um, to do the full post package with directors who are in L.A. or we worked yeah. with some people who were in uh, the the Thich Nhat Hanh project. They were in Austria. Okay, uh, we, we never actually time. met them face to face. Oh, that's crazy. We've skyped with them. Yeah. Well, I absolutely have to find a way for the three of us to work together again. Um, we got about five minutes left here on the Juhu Roadshow podcast. I got to read this to you. If you're in the Four Corners area of America, you absolutely need to call Integrity Real Estate to buy or sell your home. It's a beautiful part of the country. Uh, with Integrity, your property is their priority. That's a nice alliteration. Uh, you can call them at 505-258-4921 or visit them on the web at Integrity Real Estate Farmington. Dot com, uh, Treva or Teresa, they'll take good care of you uh, in that part of the world. Um, so uh, ADR, Foley, um, sound design, you know, it, it's just cool that, uh, number one, it's cool that you two work together. Oh, it yeah. It's cool. It's cool that you love what you do. Yeah. And so I'm going to give you an opportunity here to gush about how lucky you are that you get to do what you do, what you love, and you get to do it together. How cool is that? Yeah, and we get to do it in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, we met in L.A. Uh, we worked together in L.A., but we, we really wanted to, um, to, to live and to raise our, our, our kid in a different place um, just for our personal enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful place to live. We live in the land of enchantment, and we can do what we love doing there. Well, and, and with a really fun team to work with. Yeah, I'm just, right. I, I just, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I just like, I would just hashtag you guys like relationship goals because this is what, this is pretty damn cool, man. <laughs> it's awesome that you, you know, I, that's why I love spending time around you guys because it's so neat that you're so tight and, and you, you get to do what you love and you're so, you're really good at it. You're really good at it and wonderful to work with. And, and so anybody, Anybody that's in this business that uh, that needs to do this stuff, they need to contact you guys. And, and that's the other great thing about technology is it doesn't matter where you are. They it's can true. they can reach out to you and, and, and do work with you guys. And, you know, I actually didn't mean for this to be a plug for Here Kitty Studios, but um, – We'll take it. Let's let's make it one. <laughs> yeah. So if, if anybody does want to reach out and work with you, what what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, I mean, here, you have a website? or Yeah, herekitty.com. We're also on Facebook at Here Kitty Studios. That's H-E-A-R. Yes, yes. that is H-E-A-R, like listen to the kitty. <laughs> listen, kitty. <laughs> yeah, listen up, kitty, not come here. <laughs> and I, I will say I feel extremely lucky. I mean, we, we met in L.A., and we were both doing our own thing. I was working as a music editor, and he was working as a mixer. And we just, our skill sets complemented each other, and we got an opportunity to work on a, a television show, a weekly television show about Africa and animals and stuff, and we put our skills together. And we realized that our skills really complement each other. He, mm. he is the dialogue guy. He does the dialogue, the mix, and the ADR, and the, he, he's really good at that. And I do all the sound design and the sound effects and the foley. So then we bring and it to- And she's really good at that. Thank you. And we bring all that together into the studio and we mix it together. So our, so we really complement. We got really lucky in our yeah. skill sets that complement each other. And it's also awesome because because we can cover each other's back. Yeah. Because um, we have a child. So if we need to, to tag team on a day that he's not in school, then he'll work for some and then I'll work for some. And so we get to hang out with our kid too, which is pretty awesome. That is awesome. Well, yeah. it's just... It's so cool. It's so cool to see, and it's just such a great situation. And, and I mean, it's not like it fell into your lap. You worked your asses off to get here, so that's yes. that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, I hate to do it, but I know we've got uh, we've got about three minutes before you got people coming in. So um, before I get into the mushy goodbyes, uh, I, I want to read one more of these things. Um, Apex Tactical Resources is a sponsor of the show, which we appreciate. Um, Apex Tactical, I love this. I love this script. Yeah. Apex Tactical Resources is your source for firearms, tactical, hunting, and survival gear. It's my source. Whether you're heading out into the mountains on a solo camping trip to sharpen your skills or planning on bugging out of the city when shit hits the fan, we are there. They, uh, they live the tactical life at apextacticalresources.com. Randy Schull over there, really cool guy. So thank you for sponsoring the show, you guys. And I'm telling you, don't wait for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, don't. Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah, yeah. and get some spam. Yeah. And, yep, and and whatever else you need, but uh, those guys will take care of you. Um, thanks, guys. I mean, you taught me you taught me everything I knew about exterior <laughs> illumination, Clark. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for you know all the work we've got to do together, all the advice, all the jumping in and help me out when I make a stupid mistake and fixing it for me, uh, and for taking the time because I know you're busy. Yeah, um, well, we're for, happy to do it. Yeah, and it's, yeah. thanks for getting me on the lot. I know that wasn't easy, so we appreciate that as well. We pretty much do anything for you. I know, and I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so what you can do is spread the word about this podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes we will do that as well. So if you if you uh, want to subscribe to the podcast, um, it is uh, patreon.com forward slash Juhu. You're listening probably because you have subscribed to the podcast, but if you want to share that with other people. Patreon.com forward slash Juhu. It is the Juhu Roadshow. Tor, thanks, buddy. Sure, my pleasure. Cat, as always. My pleasure as well. All right, guys. Good luck today on Thank the you. show. The Brave, check that out. It's on NBC. NBC Monday nights at 10 Eastern. There I you believe. go. So check that out. And uh, that's it for the Juhu Roadshow podcast. We'll see you next time. Lance, take us out, buddy. Yeah.